I just realized that I haven't seen my wife pray more than once during the day and at times not at all. We've been married for four months and I work nine to five while she's currently unemployed. Originally, I would go Maghrib and Isha at the masjid, but when I suspected she wasn't praying at all, I alternated the days I go masjid and pray at home. Before we got married, she was praying here and there. But what baffles me is when I come home and I ask her to pray with me, she will either say, I've prayed or I will pray later. But I never see the later prayer. And let's not even go to Fajr. She uses the excuse of, I don't hear the alarm, so I'm excused. And as long as I'm trying to put my alarm clock on, I'm not sinful. And then it just hit me. The other day, I don't know when the last time I've seen her pray and she was very defensive about it. She says I should trust her. What on earth should I do? Should I divorce her? You know what's funny is how people jump to the divorce card so easily without really exploiting every single avenue, idea, method of solving the problem. I think what's probably glaring at the moment is that you've only been married for four months. And of course, you could probably put the argument that's a lot of prayers in four months that you haven't seen. But look, we'll, we'll get into that. The very first thing, let's just get it out of the way, that salah, the prayer, is no joke. And I'm not an alim before anybody starts jumping on the refuting bandwagon. But for those, alhamdulillah, who've passed the stage, who've never met the stage of, Islam is in my heart. You can't judge me. For those, well, I'm not talking to those people. I'm talking to the people who understand that salah is obligatory and they should be doing it and either they are not consistent or they are incredibly lazy in getting it done properly. And there's levels to it. But let me let me read for you um, a hadith um, where it says between, the Prophet said that um, between a man and shirk and kufr this stands his neglect of the prayer. And again, I'm not going to give you a tafsir of this. So this is narrated by Muslim. I'm only just going to tell you what the what we know that the um, that the tafsir mentioned, and that is you neglecting us. The difference between us and those who are not Muslim is that prayer. And if we leave off that prayer. All that prayer is not to a standard that Allah is willing to accept. Then we are playing with fire. I read for you another one where a man said to Ibn Mas'ud, which deed is the most virtuous? And he said, I asked Allah's messenger that. And he said, the prayer at the beginning of its time. I think many of us probably heard this one before. It's not just prayer, it's prayer at the beginning of its time. So if we're there thinking, I can delay the prayer. Knowing that Allah said, or the sorry, the Prophet said that the one that's you know beloved to Allah, the most virtuous, the most rewarding, is Allah at the beginning of his time. We should be striving for that. And I'll give you one more. The first matter that the slave will be brought to account for on the day of judgment is the prayer. So that means anything after that 
only matters based on the result of the first question. And if the first question is, your prayer is sound, you've done all your prayers, you've been forgiven for the ones you haven't done, I don't know, I'm just giving you a scenario, then we could probably bet that everything else afterwards should be good, inshallah. We can't be messing about with prayer here, guys. So let's not take the prayer lightly, and I think the, the reminder benefits the believers, even though we know this already, especially if we're doing it out of laziness and neglect. Another one as well, I just add in, is when we go to work and we've never mentioned to our work colleagues or boss or whoever or supervisor that we are Muslim and I need to pray at certain times, including Jum'ah or the daily prayers. And so now they're in the job, now you're thinking, now what do I do? So that's just another thing one as well. So look, bro, I understand from your perspective if it's as you say it is, then it sounds peak. But there is no need to jump to the divorce card just yet. Or you shouldn't really be thinking about that at all. When you've only been married for four months. And that's nothing in the grand scheme of things. You also mentioned, you know, you're praying here, you know, praying here and there. She was praying here and there before you got married. Now, I'm not being rude here. If she was praying here and there before you got married and then you got married to her, why is it a surprise that she's still praying here and there? I could probably even ask, were you also praying here and there? Maybe if your prayer was on point, you would have said, I'm not going to take that risk. I, I don't know. I'm just giving you some ideas. Or is it a case where you got married and you've taken prayer a lot? more seriously and if that is the case then you need to think about the journey that you've taken and to be patient and for for a lot of people who are not used to praying it's not a case of all right now you need to pray five times a day they need to maybe need to be warmed into it yes the obligation is there but as long as they're trying we need to figure out is there another reason potentially also you need to lead by example not by speech you know, be the extra example in the house. Like you've said, you're alternating now between the masjid and the home, and that's good. Maybe potentially you could stop to help her pray, be the first person to wake up for the Fajr prayer, um, wake her up, go make wudu, try wake her up again, go pray, then wake her up a third time. Maybe that might work. Um, and not to give up. I mean, you know when you said divorce at the beginning, I think we forget that when you were single, Shaitan was there. Now that you're married, Shaitan has a real interest in you now. Because we know that one of the best deeds for Shaitan to do is to split a man and his wife. So you need to think that I can't always jump to the divorce card. It may take a while for her to Get used to it. If she's praying here and there, um, and they, maybe that was just a year before the year before that she wasn't even praying at all. You also need to think about like what season are you in? If it's winter season where the prayers all are close together, that might be harder for her. Is it the case she's always been struggling with salah? I'm not trying to make an excuse for her to the point she's has a reason not to pray. That is not what I'm saying. 
I'm giving you reasons why she may be struggling. And if you know the reasons why she's struggling, you may be able to address the reasons and she can return to praying five times a day. Is it a case that she doesn't know how to pray? You'll be surprised. Um, I know a story of one guy that I know when on the very first night he got married, he went to lead the prayer. She said, fine. And whilst he's reading, it, uh, it must have been Maghrib Isha or Fajr, one of them once, whilst he's leading out loud, he noticed she's just gone down to the core. And then she's continued with the next movements. And he's just continued on and she's finished her prayer and she's in the kitchen. And she has no idea that she's done it incorrectly and you can't go ahead of the imam or the person leading. Is it a case of that? Is there something going on? Is it she's shy that she doesn't know any fatiha or simply some major thing? It's not an excuse in this case, but something has happened. But you've said four months. Explore all the cases before you jump into the divorce card. She has nobody else that she can turn to. She may not even have a good uh, you know, influence of friends that can help her. If it is a case of laziness that you diagnose, that you think this is laziness and she has been praying all her life, then maybe explore why or what is causing the laziness. Is it food? Is it being intimate? Is it fatigue caused by something? Is it cooking? What is it that is causing her? Maybe it's just a reshuffling and prioritizing the prayer at the beginning of its time that allows you to be consistent with the prayer. Like if you eat a massive uh, lunch or dinner, you know how it feels. It's hard. Prayer is hard. It's like when you're fasting and you overeat. Trying to go to prayers at the masjid is difficult. Is it being intimate and then you're like, oh, I'll do it later on. I mean, what is causing the um, this issue? We want to think about the quality as well of the salah. We have the khushu, obviously, of the body. And a lot of us can perfect that. Uh, it's just a symbol of trying to not rush the prayer, have good movements, looking at the uh, the Prophet's prayer, how it was described to be. But the harder one is the khushu of the heart. And from my experience, the best way to get that is to be able to understand the Arabic language, which means you understand what you're reading. And you could even go further in understanding the tafsir of the passages that you're reading. And so you read the Qur'an and then you end up loving the prayer rather than treating it as a chore. A lot of us have either treated it as a, uh, treated it as a chore now or have done in the past. We don't want to live in that state because the salah did not come as a chore or a duty. It's come as a blessing, a thing that saves us. We know the, the hadith about how the person who, who prays five times a day is like, Dipping themselves into a bath five times. Is there going to be any dirt on it? It's a way where Allah can cleanse our sins. Get closer to him. Um, find patience within him. So. These are things that you want to um, think about. When you're giving her advice. And lead by example. And minimize how much advice that you give her. Um, I think everyone knows. One person who may be struggling with the prayer, but if you definitely know one person who's also married struggling with the prayer, then please send this to them. But yeah, share it to them. 
and I appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen to this.